Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence, your go-to podcast for people who want to find peace with food, quit binge eating and heal their food and body relationship. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. What is going on, everybody? And I want to know, what are you holding on to still? What are you still trying to control? Because, ah, you know what? Let's get like straight into the real talk because this talk is going to be juicy. I'm going to actually talk a little bit about the moon and how the moon heavily impacts our manifestations and our manifestations are heavily impacted by the moon. Why moon rituals? Why should we even bother doing them? It's known that moon rituals are a really ancient and like sacred practice and the moon was heavily worshipped. It was almost like a part of people's culture. It was a thing that they did all the time. They would gather in families, they would gather in tribes and they would have these rituals around the moon. Now, they weren't just freaking woo-woo. They noticed that the moon would impact the growth of their plants and like their vegetation systems and it would also impact the health of a person and the moods of a person and so they didn't see this as a coincidence they literally seen this as their science and so they took advantage of the moon at certain times to make sure they could make the most of it to then basically work with the moon so then they could live a better life and things could come into fruition a better way than what it would if they didn't I guess. The really cool thing about these rituals especially those related to the moon is that they invite you to get quiet. They invite you to get quiet, intentional, get out of the noise, get out of the busyness and really drop in to where is your life at? what is happening? Where do you want things to be? So there is a big difference between like what you would do on a new moon and a full moon. And if you guys don't know the difference between a new moon and a full moon, the new moon is directly in line with the sun, which means that there is no moon visible at all in the sky on a new moon. Um, Whereas the full moon is when it is fully lit in the sky. Now, the really fascinating thing is just FYI, I much prefer the full moon simply because the full moon and how it lights up, it has a connection with the feminine energy because it's seen, it's bright, it's light. And so its essence is very feminine. This is also symbolizing that a full moon is really nourishing. It's known as the time to be more in your creative magic and more in your magnetism and like, what do you want to manifest? Whereas like a new moon is kind of, what do you want to let go of? What are you shedding? And what are the intentions you're about to create from this day forward? But the full moon just has this totally different energy to the new moon and I noticed that my rituals are a lot more powerful when I'm sitting in a full moon ceremony but yeah so it's all about embodiment when you're in a full moon so I'll find myself getting more into my body doing more pleasurable things maybe going down to the beach all that kind of stuff and it's really a time where I take the time to reflect on what the full moon is bringing up for me. So you might notice that your emotions and your 
almost like your feelings are so much more sensitive around this time. Like you can really notice when you're freaking done with shit and it isn't that you're crazy or that you're over-exaggerating. Have you ever considered that it's probably something that you've been ignoring for a long time and it took the full moon to come around for you to go, holy shit, this thing is actually pissing me off and I need to change it. So that is the awesome thing about the full moon. And when you give yourself the space to slow down and notice what's coming up for you around a full moon, this will be so clear to you. It's also known that it's really good for you to go out into the moonshine is what they call it and actually let it wash over your skin. So it's almost like a moon bath. Um, There's a lot of science behind the moon affecting period cycles for women, right? So we know that the moon has, I think it's like a 27.5 day cycle and the average cycle for a woman's period is about 28 days or anywhere between 21 to 35 days. But the average is roughly like 28 days. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure that's right though. And so it's no coincidence that the moon definitely does impact us as humans, as do our cycles. And so it only makes sense that something is definitely going on there. So it's known that if you expose yourself to moon time, that it actually helps to sync your period up. Like how cool is that? It helps to sync your period up. So if you're finding that stress is super high, your period is maybe taking longer to come, or you've lost your period for a long period of time because you've been in serious deficits, been an absolute fuckhead with like malnourishment or whatever, or even binge eating, right? Binge eating causes malnourishment as well. And you want to start getting your period back, like I highly recommend go have a moon bath, girl. It's also known that your period is heavily affected and when it comes and how it feels based on the amount of light that you have in your room and what type of light. So for example, if I leave the blinds open in the room, even though, yeah, it's still dark, there's still like that nighttime Uh, light, right? That makes sense, doesn't it? There's this nighttime light and that shines through the bedroom and your skin actually recognizes the light when it touches your skin and it affects the hormones that are being released in your body. And it actually, yeah, as a result affects your period cycle. So if you're trying to encourage your period to come, it's known to actually be a really good idea to expose yourself to light at night, but not the light that's going to keep you like tired and wired, um, like all of your blue lights, but actually a nice like orange tone light in the bedroom can be really nice. And then, yeah, just close the blinds and sit in that space if you want to encourage your period to come. So let's talk a little bit more about this full moon because it is my favorite topic. So if you want to do like a full moon ritual and make the most of it, Step number one, go have a moon bath. Why the heck not? Especially if you want to just encourage your period cycle to be like on freaking point. The other thing I would really encourage you to do is mark it out in your calendar to create some space and slowness for you to drop in. When you drop into this space, you can create whatever kind of uh, ceremony practice you want it doesn't have to be like oh let's go get dust and sparkles and rocks and crystals and candles and all this kind of stuff as much as frick I'm all for that right you don't have to go and like 
save your period of blood and bring the blood and smother it all over your body in the moonlight as much as I would freaking all be for that. But you don't have to go and do that, right? Your ceremony is whatever's going to feel good for you as long as you're slowing down and just asking yourself some intentional questions. But I always like to go a little bit more out on full moon rituals. A full moon ritual, as a reminder, it's a time to get quiet, reflect and celebrate. Okay, so unlike the new new moon, the full moon represents a lot of abundance, fruitfulness, like fullness and completeness, and it brings with it a lot of freaking energy. And depending what type of full moon we are in, like whether it's um, Sagittarius or Libra, whatever it might be, will depend on how the full moon will make you feel when the energy is coming in from the full moon, right? So step number one, if you want to create a full moon ritual is be calm. Okay. So set up your space, get calm. You might want to set on some music completely up to you. And then you want to start writing out and reflecting on the month that has just gone. Like what has happened? What's been a success? What's kind of failed? Um, what are the constant things you're noticing that you keep bumping into? And yeah, then you want to notice, okay, well, what is it that I am declaring to release? I'm not asking, I'm declaring this motherfucker, right? What is that thing that you're declaring to release? So you might've noticed that there was a lot of blockages that came up. And so it's like, okay, I'm done with this shit time to let go of this and the full moon's energy is what's helping you release this then go take a moon bath (laughs) let it touch your skin you know when you think about it it's really good to go out in the sun for vitamin d right so why wouldn't it be good to go out to the moonlight for all of its benefits because I'm pretty sure it also helps with inflammation and as I've mentioned many times your period cycle which is just absolute magic and then I always like to end the practice so you can go and burn like whatever you're releasing you can burn it you can say a prayer as you're burning it and releasing it or you can flush it down the toilet and then just dance it out, move your body and like connect with her and get into a real feminine flow and just notice how good it feels to be in that present moment and honor and acknowledge yourself for that time and the time that you spent with yourself. Then I really encourage anybody who decides to start these moon rituals to continue doing them long enough to notice how beneficial they are and how worth it they are. Because just like anything, if you go and do it once, you're like, obviously not going to see results. You can't expect to go to a gym for one day and be like, woo, lost weight or woo, shaped up. We cannot expect that. So of course we cannot expect like our whole world to change on one moon ritual, but it definitely does speed up the process. And we can't deny run or hide from the power in setting intentions. Setting intentions is what is help setting up our perception and your perception is what you choose to see hold on to and what you choose to release for the months or the years ahead and so if you're not setting an intention you're not changing your perspective therefore you're remaining the same right so I really hope that this was interesting to you guys I'm going to actually do a I'm going to write that down 
I'm going to write this down that I'm going to do a ING TV on a moon ritual for you guys before I forget because I am recording this episode at 9pm at night because I'm just buzzing. See, it's and it's almost a full moon. It's a full moon in a couple of days. So, ah, energy is flowing. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I'm going to do that for you guys. And the moment that I decided to set like monthly intentions, release all this shit that was just baggage, everything changed for me. Like you watch your life freaking manifest into your dreams. I cannot tell you the magic that has been happening for me, even in just the last three months. Like last three months have just been an absolute accelerator experience compared to the last year. And so when you really do keep at this, it starts to pick up and that feeling of alignment is just a whole nother feeling that I can't explain. But that's all I'm going to talk about to you guys in this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it on your socials. Tag me at Nicole Lillian. And just a reminder, there's also only four more spots in the Claiming Confidence program. This is the last time I am launching this program for 2021. I don't know when I'll be launching it again. So if you want in on this, seriously, now is the time to get your application in. So I'll be sure to leave a link in the little bio thing for this podcast. If you are interested, go have a look at that. Apply. It is only an application process. And then we have a call to see if you're a right fit. Other than that, guys, hope you enjoyed this podcast. I cannot wait to be here again. I'm already feeling like I want to do another one. But until next time, guys, keep believing that you can. Bye-bye now.